last time on Join the Party. The party sneaks into the Council of Bright stronghold through an invisible back entrance. Once inside, Tracy causes a commotion in the kitchen, as he's wont to do. And Inara, Captain Alex, Brink, and Chad make a break for the ballroom. But inside awaits a clockwork dragon who is fierce and powerful and... I'm going to cast Mage Hand, my single cantrip, and try to boop the dragon on the nose. Anara boops the dragon on the nose and in various vulnerable spots around its body, but not before that dragon summons a second dragon, this one made out of crystalline stone. Chad, we gotta go. Where's Anara? I am. I can't boop two dragons. Everyone's favorite human slash ooze throws himself into the fray, engulfing the enemy with acid damage and love. Once the dragons are dispatched, the party checks in with Tracy's magical arms. It suddenly, it points up, and just as suddenly, it points straight down. Is this elevator going up or down? Both? That doesn't make any sense. Let's get the party started. Tracy, Anara, and Chad are high-fiving sloppily after the dragon fight. Chad's sloppy. We're we're all pretty practiced at this point. Do you want me to roll? I'll make you roll. I'll make <laughs> yeah, you roll, Brandon. All right, roll for the high fives. I got a 15 plus, oh, 35 for a 50. Yeah, 12 plus 35 for whatever that number is. 47. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Your best roll ever. All right. Well, to each other, I'll give you a plus 35. But to Chad, it's pretty sloppy. But I guess that's the only way he can do it. It's like sloppy and very sloppy. At this point, the scouting team of Captain Alex and Brink have come back inside and have given you more of a layout of the land. There are some more rooms on this floor. There is a spiral staircase that goes both up and down. And as we checked in with the Tracy mini map, uh, there is a magic item up and down. What do you think, Trace, up or down? Should we flip a coin or... As as Tracy's rooting around for coins in his pockets, Brink says, you know, I think we should go down. I think that down is probably the best. I mean, I I assume that the council is up there and we got to get as much stuff as possible. So we should probably go down. Well, that's what I was going to say, honey. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you. Oh, my God. I found a coin. Oh, great. Let's go down. I also think we should go where the fight is. I'm a hero. Chad, I'm so glad you came with us. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> now let's book it. Okay. So there is a very large spiral staircase. It's like wrought iron, just ornate and ridiculous. And it's very, very tight. It's kind of like if you're looking at a video from science and it's like, this is what DNA, it's a double helix. It's weird and then that this they haven't before. discovered DNA when they have double helix stairs. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ironic. But it's like, it's very tight together to go up and down. You can't really see anything like above it. There's no, there's no banister above or below. It's just there's this very tight circle. The stairs seem to go directly up into the upper floor and directly down into the floor you're currently standing on. Does anyone want to do anything fun on the stairs? Just like slide or whatever? Uh, Tracy's going to take two at a time. That's, nice. the mo- that's the most fun he's willing to have on stairs. 
<laughs> anything, anything else is too risky. That's fair. That's definitely fair. Nora's going to brush her hand against the back of Brink's hand as uh, she takes the lead on the stairs. Nora, I want you to make an insight check. Brink doesn't love me, I swear to God. <laughs> 16. Okay, with a 16, Brink is uh, walking down the stairs slowly and looking around. Her head is very much on a swivel. And when you brush your hand with hers, she grabs it immediately. Oh, hi. Hey, hello. Um, I'm not the adventuring type. I'm just a little, I'm just a little jumpy. I don't know. Are you allowed to have a good time while also saving the world? Yeah, because beating bad guys is great. Okay. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it could be dan- dangerous down there. Do you think like, you know, they're, they're, the three of them are pretty rough and tumble, like the slime man and the robot man and the octopus lady. Like they got it, right? One and two. One and two, one and two, one and two, one and two. I am also walking down the stairs. I am also walking down the stairs. Listen, I'm... Slurp, 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 slurp. I'm going to level with you. This, of course, is dangerous. Everything we do is dangerous. I came here to live a life, and that life is way more dangerous than I thought it ever could be. But... We know what we're doing, and someone has to save the world. If we don't succeed here, we're kind of doomed anyway. So we're kind of already, you know, less screwed than before, because we're here, and we're good, and we're together. And, you know, if you're scared, just look for me, and I'll be there, I promise. Yeah, I am definitely good, uh, definitely scared. What is good anyway, though? Like, what's good for us would be, you know, kind of... You know, getting getting out of here. Three and four. Three and four. Slam, three and slurp, four. slam, slurp. It's a very long staircase. Listen, I already had to give you up once for the fate of the world, and I don't want to do it again. But if you need to go, you need to go. I just hope that you'll stay because I need you here. We need you here, and we are kind of the last line of defense for the world right now. Yeah, this is a really big responsibility. I hope we can do it and save the world and, you know, keep the council from doing their grand plans. Definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely. At, at the risk of sounding like some stereotypical, you know, adventurer, <laughs> I sure would rather meet my fate here, trying to stand up for what's right, for what's good, for my right to live a, a peaceful life, then try to suffer under his rule outside of this castle. And that might not be everyone's choice, but it's mine, and we're here now. And it's kind of... I mean, I guess you could go back, but I really hope you don't. No. Uh, all right. Well, we will meet our fate here. Okay. Yeah. Anara, you still feel like she's wavering. Can I do a deception check? Sure. I got a 22. Nara, good at lying and deception. (laughs) (laughs) What exactly is the thing you're trying to uncover? I want to know if there is any bit of compromise in her, in terms of the the council being in there. I know Nara doesn't know that. I as a player want to know it. And I think what Inara is looking for is whether or not Brink is more uncertain than she's letting on. Whether she is more likely to try to escape than she is telling her. 
Okay, so Anara does know that she had been compromised because she said that she got controlled by the Council of Bright in the stadium. Yes, that's right. So I would say, yeah, she's she seems very wavering. She's holding on her hand tight. There's some weird stuff in the things that she said there. And I think that you're like, that, that was, that was kind of odd. Hmm. You try to step to say a follow-up question, but uh, Captain Alex just kind of walks in between you guys. I'm like, Ugh! oh, sorry. Got to go down, go down and, and fight, fight some stuff. Five See- and six, five and six, five and six. And we made it. <laughs> you are now on the basement landing. It's kind of just concrete stone floor. There are two archways that lead to different sides of the building. If you go to the right, you would be going towards the right side of the building, which is the one that you did not go to. And then you go towards the left side. That would be the way that you came from. That doesn't give you any details, but just to orient you and how you were in the building. Uh, Why don't you both make perception checks? I know it's distracted. That's an eight. Tracy's feeling super alert. 17? Okay. Tracy, you turn up your listening devices. Ears. I've got... (laughs) What do you you call them? Ears. Ears. (laughs) To the right, you hear water dripping. You hear water dripping very high up in the air. And it just drip, and then you hear silence as the water droplet falls, and then a big sploosh as water hits a very large surface of water below. To the left, you kind of just hear, like, nothing. You know, like, when you're in a cavern and you know that there is a lot of space, it's kind of, you hear the emptiness to the left side. Well, that's terrifying, and it'll haunt my nightmares. Uh, Tracy, are the, uh, are the old arms there doing anything? Um, let's see. And I spin around a few times to confuse them. Good. And that, that's how you calibrate a compass after all. Exactly. Uh, do some figure eights. We put Tracy in a pin in water and we make sure he's magnetized. <laughs> and then I say to my arms, um, anything, anything guys? No, they do not respond. Well, I think they're broken. Um, I think we're better off with the dripping maybe. Let's give it a go. See if the arms react. Let's do it. Okay. You guys walk towards the dripping. And this seems like a just a continuation of the other room as you walk through the archway. Except you see that there is a very, very large lake that just starts about 10 feet into the room. That stretches about 100 feet out. Uh, you also notice that there are these little tops of plants that are like peeking out of the water. It seems that it spreads the entire distance of the entire lake. Just like these little tops of green. I kind of bet those aren't plants, huh? Yeah, I, I highly doubt it. Um, arms, you got anything for us? Any closer? The, ar- <laughs> the arms point like diagonal down towards the lake. Well, oh, um, anybody got a boat or like... Captain, how do you feel about uh, taking a little cephalopod jaunt today. I feel, pre- uh, I feel pretty good about it. Listen, cephalopod jaunt was my punk band in high school, so I feel, I feel very good about that. That's an extremely good name for a band. Thank you. I was in seven at the same time. They all wanted me. Inar grabs Captain Alex's wrist. Please be careful. I never am. 
Hasn't been, hasn't been a problem for me before. Tracy grabs her other wrist. Don't be so careful that you don't do the thing that we need to do, though. Okay, Tracy, my heart's hurting a little bit right now. We get it, I know. The mission is more important than all of us. <laughs> Wordy, but I appreciate it. So she runs over to the uh, lake, and she says, Cannonball! She curls up into a cannonball, but before she hits the water, she turns into a giant octopus. Amazing. How big is that splash? What's the diameter, do you think? Well, she, if she spreads her entire, all of her legs out, yeah. P-large. Wow. P-large. Wow. P-large. Um, Cephala pretty large? Cephala. Cephala. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's it. No, no, that's the descriptor. That's it. Um, so she floats over to all of the plants and she touches all of them. And remember, Captain Alice can talk to you while she's in animal form sure with, her, with her brain. She's like, oh, that's, oh, that's weird. weird. These are these are trees? There's oh. trees. Like actual trees? Yeah, they're just like actual trees. There's like a forest down here. That's weird. Okay. Like they got treetops and like trunks and stuff? Yeah, they're like treetops and stuff. Well, look for whatever we might be here for, and then we can leave. Leave being the operative phrase. What about birds? Are the birds? Okay, let me look for a second. And then a little bit farther away, she's like, there are no birds. <laughs> so you guys wait around for a little bit. Speaking of which, can I roll perception to see if there's any uh, immediate threats around us? Sure. That's a 14. With a 14, you're okay. You're both sentry. Chad has his, his sword floating within him. And Brink is kind of looking over her shoulders at all times. Uh, you think she's okay? What do you think? What do you think's going on? Cat Malik sailed us through a, a literal magic thunderstorm. And we got out the other side just fine. She chopped a hurricane in half with an axe. It's true. I saw it. It happened. Hey, Alex! Does it feel like real water? As you say that, uh, the giant octopus surfaces with two chests, one in each giant tentacle. With six to spare. She drops it on the bank. She turns back into regular Captain Alex, and her, her red hair is just sopping wet. Nothing else, just her hair, which is interesting. And Ara whispers, so cool. <laughs> All right, well, I have good news and bad news. Um, the good news is booty. The bad news oh, is... Oh, uh, the chest. Yeah, the chest. Gotcha. The bad news is, it's this guy's. And you see behind her, you see a little light. is starting to come up through the water. Bad. 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 No, first, no, I don't like it. Then you, see, you see the dangling light coming up and up and up. And it's the size of a street light that is dangling off of this fishy cord. And you see that there are these milky white eyes that come up and a jagged, unkempt mouth. And there is a giant anglerfish that is now floating on the top of the surface and is looking right at your party. Alex, you could you can talk him out of this, right? They get they don't they don't need to like we don't need to actually Yeah, well, it does, I don't need to fight. They're just doing their job. They're just at work, you know, clocking in like the rest of us. Uh, you hear another voice, which is slow and deliberate. I'm very good at my job. And I want you all to know that I have to do my job now. Hello, I am the anglerfish at the bottom of the underground forest. It is nice to meet all of you. Promise you don't look very delicious to me. Thank you. And we don't want to inconvenience you, mess up your house. Seems beautiful down there. I'm sorry, my 
poor, you know, elf form, can't go and experience it in its totality. Um, tell us what you need. Tell us how we can help. Anara. We need to, you know, take these things out of here. Obviously, I think the, the master uh, you serve here is kind of evil. So we're, to be honest with you, out to get him. And um, don't want you to, you know, suffer because of that. You're talking to a fish. We're all talking to a fish when you think about it. Aren't we all fish in space, Tracy? I have no master. I have been the keeper of this treasure for long before the rise and the fall and the rise again of the council. The underground lake exists. I exist in the underground lake. Therefore, a fish does as a fish does in water. All you must do is answer my riddle and then tell me a riddle back that stumps me ancient anglerfish that has been living and alive and conscious for a very long time. Thank you. You know, it's a real pleasure to have a challenge in front of us that does not involve stabbing. And I never thought I would say that, but, you know, here we are. Does that fit on, like, a name tag? Or, like, do you have to get multiple name tags to fit the whole thing? I have no name. This is only the thing that I have been called before. Right. You always existed. Everything. Yeah, I got it. Okay, cool. Thank you. Here is my riddle. What has roots that no one sees is taller than trees. Up and up it goes, and yet never grows. Is is it? Wait, hold on. Do we each have a guess here? Do we guess until we get it? If you guess wrong, I might eat you. Okay. Um, okay. If you all guess wrong, I will definitely eat you. I see, I see. Great! Can we roll to see if uh, Alex or Brink or Chad have any ideas? Sure. I'm just going to do straight up intelligence. Chad says, as a human, I definitely have experience with riddles. Chad, let's just say it real quiet to each other first. Is it trees? I think trees grow. Maybe it's a building? Like the Capitol building? I don't know. That seems like a simple answer for a million-year-old fish, you know? I think that's the thing. It's kind of like back to basics, you know? (laughs) Alex leads down and says, I also think it is trees. Okay. Hold on. Okay. I I don't think it's trees, though, because the trees grow. What if it's, you know, buildings before there were buildings? A mountain? A mountain has roots. Does it have roots? A, vo- a volcano? Brink leans in and says, yeah, the anglerfish also says is taller than trees. So I do not think that the answer is trees <laughs> if he explicitly said trees earlier. See, great contribution. You're killing it. Yeah. Thanks. Um, is it something more metaphysical, like relationships? Mm. Hopefully those grow. Hopefully love grows. They have right? roots. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's trees? I don't think it's trees, but... I am now resetting my answer of trees. Brink puts her hand in your shoulder and says, what did, Babe, what did you say? I said buildings first, because we just came from the capital, but no, no, also we'll mountains. Mountain. I like that. I think you should do mountain. I think a, a you know centuries-old anglerfish is more likely to choose mountains than buildings. That's fair. Do you have two guesses? Can we guess trees? I mean, he did say, I will eat whoever I see fits. We answer mountains. The anglerfish looks at all of you through its milky cataract eyes and says, It was indeed 
mountains. Trees. Oh, mountains. Mountains. I don't know why you were all whispering trees, because it said trees in the riddle. Now the anglerfish rises up to truly be facing all of you. Uh, Too close, too close, too close. All right. Now you have to tell me a riddle that I have never heard. Well, can you tell us all the ones that you have heard, or...? No. That's the whole point. So you don't have to actually, like, you can guess the... It's not not a matter of whether or not you answer the riddle, right? It's just you have to not have heard it before. That's a good point, and I was not clear with my language. It's been a long time since someone has tried to take my things. So it has to be an answerable riddle that you haven't heard before. Yes. So... If you answer it right, do we still win, though, or does that mean we lose? Yours is not very clear. All right, let's start this again. I told you a riddle, and you answered it. Congratulations, that's phase one. That is part one of the adventure. Part two is you tell me a riddle and try to stump me, and if you do, you can have one of these things. How do we get both, though? one of them, yeah. Well... That's the third part, is you choose the cool thing. But what if we tell you two really good riddles? Then can we see them both or take them both? Hmm. Just trying to bring some spice into your workday, you know? We're all just like in, in the machine together, so. That's a fair point. I do need some spicing up of my day-to-day routine. All right, two good riddles, please, then you can have both. Do you do this... Every day? No, which is why I'm having fun. Couldn't you get that from my general demeanor? Okay, maybe have a moment to confer together? Go ahead. There's that one about the, the, um, the human where it's like multiple legs and stuff. Yeah, that's, that's true. Maybe spiders? Humans. Something about newspapers, but I'm a millennial. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> what, if, what if we ask them something about... Love. And Inara does not look at Brink. I don't think, yeah, I don't think fish know anything about love. I I mean, maybe, is that like a weird assumption? Maybe they do, I don't know. Well, they've been down here with just trees for a long time, so... What what if we just ask them a very, and I've never done this before, ask them a very direct question (laughs) about what it is that we have to do. Like, um, how do you defeat the council? (laughs) How do you tell a good riddle? Maybe it's one of those things where... They know how to do it, but they don't know how they know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe they implode when we do that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. okay. Okay, I think that can That's be a little one. bit of a risk. How about the other one, though? Um, well, we have to have not heard it before, so maybe we just make one up right now on the spot? Yeah. Okay. What is blue but is not a color... And I think it's a blueberry. Was that it? No, Chad, lower your voice or whispering. Okay. Okay, what is blue, but it is all tan, completely tan? Is it Brink? Honey, you're kind of blue, right? What? (laughs) (laughs) 
It, it means sad. It's like a it's like a it's play a, on it's words. It's a play on words. No, I get that. I don't like this riddle at all. I think you should I didn't do the say one it was about, good. I think you should do the one about love. You've talked to him about love. What's the one about okay. love? So, uh, something about self-sacrifice, right? Uh, what um, what makes you happier than anything else, and more likely to put yourself in harm's way, and um, I don't know, makes you choose something over your own self-interest. Oh, I have an idea. I have an idea. Eric? Yeah. <laughs> Can I roll maybe a history or an insight to know if I know any riddles? <laughs> Why don't you roll a history check, and then I will give you a riddle <laughs> of some indeterminate quality, and you can figure it out. Okay. Can I also roll to check about the quality of my uh, good blue riddle? Okay. Okay, but that one was for the blue riddle, and it was a six, so great <laughs> with a six you think the blue riddle is choice you think i'm so smart no one is as smart as me i got him okay great now i'm gonna roll for history or insight history here goes nothing well that one was a nine nice so 11 greater than 10 okay. here is a riddle you can ask ice melts when it's heated up but i solidify when i'm heated up what am i Determined. The answer is <laughs> an egg. Lol. This is the worst. That's worse than my blue riddle, legitimately. Well, you can either. That's the one that you think of. So I say that out loud, and then I look very ashamed. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about that one, Anara? Love you, buddy. Okay. I don't think that's the right one. Okay. I'm we, waiting. We can just kill this fish if we need to. Let's just. Okay, okay. Um, what infects most humans and makes them more likely to get hurt and often ends in death, but is something people seek? Okay, I want you to make a performance check, because this is oral performance. Brandon, what's that? I, uh, let me... Yeah, it's a fucking natural 20. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do it for love. Do it for love. Can you take it again and make your riddle worse and then roll a natural 20? <laughs> okay. God damn it. You really roll at 20s when you really need it the most. Um, we cook the fish. We have a nice <laughs> meal. And then we take his, his treasure. With a nat 20, the giant anglerfish swishes around in the water a little bit and thinks a little while and says, My answer is... Murder. Oh, damn it, he got it. Respectfully, not the answer. Mm. What was it? Well, that sounds like you were stumped, right? So, number one, down. What was the answer? Mm. Yes, you got me. You did ask us to stump you and not to give you the answer. So, what if we take a look at both of these treasures and... If you let us walk out with both of them, we can also give you the answer. So not just a riddle that stumps you, but a riddle you can put into your into your rotation what and a good deal. stump the next person with. What? That's such a good deal! What if you just tell me what the answer to the riddle is? Respectfully, no. Ah. Uh, respect, of course. <laughs> The backbone to any working workplace. 
That's not the answer to the riddle. It's not respect. No, it's not. <laughs> okay. With a natural 20, I'll let you have both. <laughs> what is the answer to the riddle? Um, folks, why don't we pick up these chests and begin... What is the answer to the riddle? And he puts fully his top half of his giant anglerfish body on the, the side of the lake. And you can, like, see every weird jagged edge of his weird jagged teeth. So many weird jagged edges. The answer, and I will trust that you will now allow us to leave peacefully per the terms of our deal, is love. <sighs> Thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Goodbye. It's been fun. And Tracy grabs a chest. I should have thought of that one. How long have I been doing this? How long have I, have I been the ancient riddle secret keeper? And his voice gets quieter and quieter as, as we as roll. Yeah, then. Successfully, peacefully. <laughs> as he berates as the fish, anglerfish continues to berate themselves and you, as you, and you drag the, the treasure away. It's not your fault. It's structural. It's systemic. And if you want to change your life, I think you could. Anyway, goodbye. I love your forest. It's very pretty. Have you tried birds? Hey, it's Eric. Ooh, it's turning into fall now, and you know what that means. Chunky sweaters and boots and a hot apple cider and apple cider donuts and crunching leaves and opening your window to let that cool breeze in and red and orange and yellow and pumpkin pie and spookiness and candy and hay rides and football and everything else is so crisp. Welcome to the mid-roll. I found a squash. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much to everyone who came to our live show in Boston. It was splendid and wonderful, and I hope I was funny. I mean, I'm recording this a few days before, so I don't know if I was funny, but I can only hope, and you laughed at the right times. You are all my favorite person, and your support means everything. Really, it was awesome to see you. Welcome to our newest patrons, Aksu, Siobhan, Will, Ryan, Nathan, Mary, Liat, Luke, and Sarah. We're Mullen Cider. It's almost ready. Come on in. We hope you're enjoying the great pet photos, the RPG media discussions, the game advice, and everything else in our patron-only Join the Party Discord. And of course, we got bloops. We got NPC backstories for 53 episodes, and I wrote all of them, and it was fun. And the other fabulous benefits that you now have access to now that you're a patron. You, too, can get access to all this and more by joining our Patreon family at patreon.com slash jointhepartypod. We are sponsored this week by Epic Reads and Angel Mage, the standalone fantasy masterpiece from Garth Nix. Yeah, you know, the best-selling author of the Sabriel series and the Seventh Tower series, which, by the way, Seventh Tower is one of my favorite fantasy novels ever. The world building of, like, magic and color and light together is just extremely good. So, do you want to hear the hook of this new one? As a powerful mage tries to reunite the archangel she was separated from centuries ago, four strangers must unite to try to prevent a battle that would threaten the futures of both heaven and earth. Yes, please. Go to your local indie bookstore right now because Angel Mage is available now wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Thank you, Garth Nix. Cool name. We are also sponsored this week by Dashlane, a password management app that keeps all of your info safe, secure, and easy to access. Dashlane is a plus three protection spell that gives you a bonus against all cyber-based attacks. 
Dashlane's bag of holding stores all of your passwords across your phone, computer, and tablet. And you know that it's magic because it works that well. And Dashlane is your permanent perception check on the internet with dark web monitoring to alert you to any sneak attacks. And I don't know what is out in the dark web, but it sounds dangerous and bad. Check out these features and more at Dashlane.com slash join the party. Dashlane is free on your first device, and you can also try out Dashlane Premium free for 30 days. So if you like it and you want to subscribe, then you can save 10% off at checkout using the code join the party. So... Go to dashlane.com slash join the party and use the code join the party at checkout. And as always, our Samwise Ganji to our Frodo Baggins. It's 20-sided store in Brooklyn, New York, supporting the episode. Now, I know you've been going in there for dice and games and all the other stuff that you love at 20-sided store in Brooklyn, New York, but have you checked out their puzzle section? A puzzle is the perfect fall gift. It's an excuse to stay inside and drink Mold cider, which I just made. And you can be cozy and use your brain. You gotta love a good 1,000-piece puzzle. Use discount code JOINTHEPARTY for 20% off in-store or online and puzzle it up. All right, let's get back to the show. So you pop open both chests. Uh, One is a very small pocket watch. And the other one is an oversized key. Grab them both. Leave the chest behind. All right. Does it look like my pocket watch? Or is it like more magical? Why don't you make uh, some sort of roll to figure it out? Okay. I'll do a look roll. Yep. Five. And I would love to compare it to Zale's compass, please. Cool. That would be a 23. All right. So, Tracy, you're like, look a watch. Anara, you look at this and you see how similar it looked to Zael's compass. Although the, the hand of a compass is inherently different than the hand of a pocket watch. You see they had very striking similarities. And you know that it's imbued with similar powers that Zael had. So this is the Time Traveler's timepiece. This is a pocket watch that, when clicked, gives you a full extra turn. I'm assuming Ooh. it's also super annoying. Yeah, you just hear the ticking at all times. The other thing is that the Time Traveler's timepiece also returns you back to where you started during that extra turn. If you want to use it out of combat, it takes you back 10 seconds to where you started. If you use it in combat, consider it as another turn and you start in the same place that you you ended. Use it as a bonus action. And it's one use only or like one use per day or... Be careful with it. It seems pretty fragile. And I would say that even with a 23, you can't figure out how how many charges this thing has. And the key just looks like a normal little key? Like a big honking key. Big, oh, a big honking key. Because it has a lot of teeth. Like, That's weird. Yeah. Like the anglerfish? Mm-hmm. Just like the anglerfish, yeah. Gotcha. It goes in all different weird It goes in all different weird directions. Are my hands pointing to either of them? or these Yes, like- your hands. I mean, as soon as you pop those bad boys open, your hands are doing grabby hands at the key. Guys, calm down. We got it. It's fine. You don't have to. It's okay. It's okay. Trace, why don't you actually keep this one and I'll keep the timepiece. Just in yeah. case we're split up, I want to make sure that one of them are safe. Yeah, it's just a watch. I got one already. It's fine. So. Thank you. <laughs> I play your game, Eric. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> As the anglerfish continues to berate themselves, uh, you realize that there is no door on the other side of the lake. Like, it's just the lake as far as you can see. Tracy 
forgot his sport shorts, so mm. there's no swimming without no, those. None that's, at all. That's right. it's totally real. Yeah. So we you go back the way we came. Okay. You want to go through the other archway towards the emptiness? Uh, Amanda, how do you feel about um, existential emptiness? Uh, feel like I have enough of it. Great. And I prefer, I think, to go upstairs. Okay. Your arms are pointing towards the emptiness. Oh, good. Mm, well, um, that looks like we don't have a choice. Bring pipes up. You know, we always have a choice, really. Like, we can just... Maybe a quick, like, adventuring break for a moment. Sure. Can you guys give us you a sec? Like a candy bar or... No, like, maybe just, like, stand near the, the void and make sure nothing's going to jump out and attack us, but I'll be right back. Okay. I'm going to kind of gesture Brink over so we can stand sort of to the side of the lake archway. Yeah. And have yeah, a private yeah. moment. Tracy is stretching. Mm. What's Alex doing? Is she whittling jerky? Yes. Into her mouth. Yes. How did yes! you know? Yes. She, yeah, she has a giant block of jerky and she has a pocket knife that she's using to peel off each strand and she puts it into her mouth on the knife. Oh, beautiful. That yeah. is the best way to eat steak I've ever heard of. You just <laughs> yeah, you dry, you dry it. Yeah. You dry it first and then you just shave it off. That's delicious. Maybe you have a little carving. Then you behead it with your teeth. <laughs> Alex, don't forget your hamstrings. I've never stretched in my life and I'm not going to start now. Charlie horses are way of fate saying you're doing the wrong thing. That seems intense. Okay. Hey, do you talk to me? What are you feeling? No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I, I want to, I want to do, I want to do this. I don't want to go back upstairs. I just want to, I want to do the thing. I'm, I'm definitely afraid and it's not going great. I, I just want to do it. I want to do the, I want to, I just want to do the thing. And we're going to go to the next room and we'll find the thing and it'll be, it'll be good. We'll, we'll do it. It's, we're going to do the thing in the next room. Yeah. Okay. From your tone and demeanor, I am worried, but... I am going to trust you, and I hope that if you feel like you're at a breaking point or you don't think what we're doing is right anymore, I, I really hope you would tell me, because you're really important to me, like, as important as the fate of the world. Yeah, uh, Okay. thank you, yes, thank, yeah, I will, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I squeeze her hand. Can I roll for receptiveness to a cheek kiss, please? <laughs> sure. Wisdom? Sure. Uh, that'd be a 19 plus one. She's smiling at you, but like you can see it's pretty hollow. She's nervous about what's going to happen in the next room. I give her hand a squeeze and then walk back over to the archway. Yeah. All right. Who's ready to confront the void? Hold on just one... If you look over at Tracy, you can see that he's doing nothing that anyone's ever seen before in terms of stretching. He just has like one limb. He has two limbs. His left, all of his left limbs, all he's two suspended. of them. It's interesting. I don't know. the ground. And he's just like sort of. He's being propped up by the long arm of the law. It's, he's like 10 uh -huh. feet off the ground too. Yep. And uh, for him, it's doing a lot of things. So it's great. Yeah. Good. Mm -hmm. I'm glad he got centered, got ready. Mm -hmm. Nice. All right. You guys are going to head over to the empty room. Before we go in there, I'm going to take that coin I, I so thoroughly searched for earlier and just just throw it in the room. Great idea, Tracy. That seems like you're lying. So you flick it into the room. No, I like overhand toss it. You overhand toss it through the archway and you just hear it go. You hear it flip through the air, flip through the air and you're waiting for it to fall. And you're waiting for it to fall and you're waiting it just never comes. That's bad. 
Um, either I'm extremely good at throwing things, or this place has no floor? Um, Captain, any chance you have a flying form? Yeah, uh, you know, I never got to that level of druid craft. Uh, I dropped out of school. Just took to the took to the high seas. So giant octopus. I always had a bird by my side. It was below bird. Yeah, I dropped out before I got to bird. So you walk into the next room, and uh, gingerly watching where we step. Everything's fine, and you see that the emptiness makes a lot of sense because there's just a deep yawning chasm. In front of you. Great. That you cannot see the bottom of. This is darkness all the way down. But don't worry. There is a way to cross the chasm. There is a rickety rope bridge. Crossing from your side to the other side. Uh, how does this chasm's width compare to Captain Alex as an octopus's diameter? What are your speeds? Like 40? 40 with uh, my fast movement, yeah. I have 40 with my grind machine. Faster going downhill. Right. I would say it's like 80 feet across. You can cross it pretty quickly, but it is kind of large, and it's a rickety rope. Bridge. Eric, did yeah. I say 40? Yeah. I meant five. <laughs> <laughs> no. So is the is it smaller? No, it's not. Okay. How far could I toss Anara? You could do it. High high degree of difficulty. But again, there is the rope bridge. And to all intents and purposes, as you look at it, Looks pretty okay. You mentioned when we were selecting our team members that Brink can go fast. Can you tell us more? Right. So Brink oh, has... She, yeah, she has boots that help her on rough terrain. Yes. So she can cross very easily and pretty quickly. Because she has these those dope boots. Honey, how would you feel about scouting this? I know that with your boots and everything and your experience, you things be you know safer for you than anybody else. Uh, okay. Yeah, I can... I can... Yeah, I can give it a shot. You got it. You just you just walk forward. Okay. Gonna give it a shot. You don't look down. I'm not. In fact. Well, now I'm not. Recommend look up just the entire time. Okay. Uh, okay. I mean, you probably watch where you're going, but not like beyond that. Just yeah, like yeah, the wood, yeah, not yeah, the, yeah. Not yeah. the void. Okay. Um. All right. Well, here I go. And Brink puts her foot gingerly on the first wooden rung. It seems okay. And then very quickly, she just kind of like gets her nerve up and she just like runs across the bridge and it seems fine. She hustles across and she's over on the other side and she says, all right, hi, I, I did it. It seems pretty okay. That was amazing. Can you see if there's any like artifact treasure chest thing we should take over there? She looks around her and says, no, there's just like another door. Is it a cool door? Does it look like a door we want to open? Yeah, probably, if we want to keep going forward. Okay. Yeah. Are there any, like, rocks or, like, stalagmites? The one that's on the ground, you know? Stalactites? Stalagmites. Because stalactites are tight to the ceiling, bro. Right. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cavernous in the basement, so I would say yes. If if you want to crack one off, you can. All right. Well, I think it might be a good idea, like, we can just start with the, the lightest person first, maybe, Inara. Um, and then we'll tie. I'll tie a rope around you, and I'll tie it to... Myself and the rock, and then uh, so if something happens, we'll be able to get you back up. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. I'll, I'm, I'm small and pretty fast. I will do my best. Do you want me to roll for knots? No, you're good. That sounds fun. So you're, you're tying everyone to each other? Uh, so I'm tying the very end of the rope to a stalagmite. Okay. And then I'm going to tie it around my waist as well. And then I'm going to go behind the rock to have like a foothold. Right. So I have two points of failure, basically. So you're going to hold whoever's going to go over first. And if, if they fall. If they fall. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So I will head across the bridge. And if I'm successful, unknot myself at the other end. Okay. Adara, I want you to make a dexterity roll just to make sure that you hold yourself on the... It's still a rickety bridge. I just want everyone to take notice of the character growth that Tracy has gone through. <laughs> I don't have to roll for knots because he learned knots. Good job, bud. I got a 16 dexterity. Okay. With a 16 there, it's pretty hard to hold on. It's pretty rickety. There, are so You almost slip in some parts, but I think it, I think it went okay. So, Tracy, I'm going to tie you to this end of the bridge. Awesome. I'll go ahead with Brink. Love it. On the way back, use it. Great. Cool. Wait, shit. What do we do about Chad? Y'all three stay on that end. Make sure no one's coming after us, okay? Okay. I guess we could do that. You gonna come back this way? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. And if we need your help, I'll I'll yell like Stoneface. Hey, help! Holy crap! I think Stoneface is here. Cool. Thanks, bud. So I'll uh, walk forward, smile, brink, and pause outside the door. Do I? Notice anything dangerous? Why don't you make a perception check? I'd like to investigate this for traps, please. Sure. I got a 26 investigation. Okay. Uh, the door is warm, which is pretty impressive because it's a wooden door. Well, 26? Yeah. And you hear, like, just some metal, like, banging. Like someone working on an anvil, maybe. I make sure I have my gloves firmly on. And open the door. So how are you going to go in the door? You just open it? Or do you want to, like, slip in? What do you want to do? Yeah, I want to open it stealthily and uh, slip in and sort of, like, press myself against whatever wall is on the inside and instruct Brink to do the same for me. Try to, like, stay in the shadows, stay out of sight, just kind of gather what's in there. Okay. As you peek into the door, you, like, kind of get, like, half of your body in through the door as you look in. And you see that there is a warforged. Uh, in front of a very large furnace who's banging a giant hammer into something. And you see that there uh, the Warforge is surrounded by like five very squat Warforge that's like a third of its size but they're red. And they're walking around like clockwork soldiers just kind of like walking around going and it's also incredibly hot in there. As you open the door it's just like waves and waves of heat are coming at you. And do I notice an item? Is there like a pile of stuff to be smelt or is the item that's being created of interest? The Warforged is on the other side of the room. You can see that they're they're banging on some piece of metal, but there's also this big red button that is behind them that is attached to the very large furnace. I want to push it. I want to boop the button. Now, Anara, I want you to make a dexterity saving throw. Um, this is the thing that's been true for forever. It hasn't come up yet because he's never been scared. Uh, <laughs> he just has to like sing to himself. So he's just like singing the national anthem of the concentric states. Sure. Back. Sounds good. How, how does that go? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll go back to that while Nara finishes this roll. 15. 15. We'll uh, roll again. Jesus. 
See, the thing is that he doesn't know the words of the, the anthem, so you just sort of hear like, And we as people love each other, and there are saints and there's few of them, and they came together. So that's almost definitely not the words, though. Love it. Great. I got a five. You got a five. Okay. Anara, as you are peeking into the room and you're checking out what's going on with the Warforged over there, suddenly something pushes you and you trip into the room and the door closes behind you. And the Warforged hears the door close and looks up at you and says, Oh, you shouldn't be down here. And I want everyone to roll initiative. I got a 16. Including me, right? Yeah, including, including you. Great. A non-natural 20. Hey, all right, with the 20. So, Tracy, you look up and you see that Anara is no, no longer in the room. It's just Brink. I want you to make a uh, perception check. Uh, five? All right, with a five. I, you don't know why Anara is not in the room. You just see that Anara is not there anymore. Uh, Brink! Um, what? What happened? What's going on? I don't know. The door just closed. Just come over here. Get over here as fast as you can. Just come on. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, shit. Alex. Okay. Are you gonna be okay? You're brave. You can do this, right? Yeah. We. Uh, we can cross it. Me and the the sloppity boy. We got it. Okay. Here's. Well, here's my idea. Alex, wait till I'm over there because I don't know how much weight can hold. Or you can go first. Either way. Chad. Um. Hold on to me. I love a piggyback. I'll go with you. Yeah, it'll be fun. And basically, because I, Chad doesn't hurt me because I'm yeah. immune, uh, I'm just going to let Chad engulf me and have my feet free. Okay. Uh-huh. So the bridge is 80 feet across. So it would take you two sets of movement for you to go across. Okay? Right. All right. So as you were running across the bridge, I wanted you to make a dexterity saving throw to see if you hold yourself. 16. All right, with a 16, it's pretty rickety, but you get your, you're in the middle of the bridge. Um, it is now the Warforged turn, and the Warforged hits the big red button, and you see that, that a compartment opens up, and you see, like, ten more little of red course. Warforged boys Why start not? walking out. And... Oh, good. Well, their initiative is four, so <laughs> they're still, like, walking around, and they don't really understand what's happening. And you see the Warforged is like, Get her! Get her now! Is now Inara's turn. Inara crouches down, pulls Mr. Sippy out of her bag, and yells, Blood! I want to blast whatever of the small combative Warforged are nearest to me, but mostly I want to shut down the furnace. They almost certainly have not learned to swim yet, Eric. Yeah. I would say they've definitely not learned to swim. Uh, why don't you make a attack roll to try to hit the furnace? That is a 15. Okay. With a 15, you hit the furnace, and the furnace just goes out. Because, <laughs> like, who would have thought... Hopefully it obscures the view a little bit. Oh, yeah. Lots of it. And I think that is jet of water. It also waylays about five of the little red Warforged boys in the room. It is now Brink's turn. And Brink looks over at Tracy and Chad as one. Trad. Trad? Yeah, that's it. She looks at Tracy and Chad, who are running across the bridge. She says, I'm sorry. He's just... He's in my head. And she points up at the slag tights that are above you. 
and she casts Shatter. Tracy, I need you to make a constitution save with disadvantage. Tracy, you got a 16 total. Okay. So you and s- the home of the champions! So you feel shockwaves are just running through you, and you take half as much damage, so you're going to take nine points of damage, of thunder damage. Break, when I get over there, we're having a very long discussion about your behavior! And Tracy, you also look up, and you see that the stalactites burst, and now the stalactites are falling down on the bridge. Shit, 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 shit! It is now Captain Alex's turn. Captain Alex is going to try really hard to help you. She rolled a seven, so she tries. So she tries to use her speed to run over there and pull you guys over, and tries to turn into an elk as she's running over because it's the fastest animal she knows. No, so she, you just see, and the heaviest. You just see this woman just run. Captain Alex is running at you, and then turns into a, a giant elk with antlers and tries to pull you across. But Big Chad and Big Tracy and Big Elk, you all get tangled up in the middle of the bridge. This was less than helpful. Uh, and now it's the tiny red warforge turn. And the 10 that Ciadara run over to Inara and they all hold hands and they say, three, two, one, boom. And they all explode. And I want you to make a dexterity saving throw. I got to one. Oh, beans, bud. All right, well, I need to roll 20d6. Anara, you take 60 points of fire damage. Sure. Six zero? Six zero. Luckily, 10 of those guys are dead. So. Five are underwater. Five And five are submerged, so that's pretty good. So now it's going back to the Warforged turn, and they duck down into the compartment that the Red Warforged boys came out of, and they disappear. They just run right through it. Did they leave behind whatever they were smelting? Yeah. Okay, Tracy, it is now your turn. There are rocks that are falling towards you immediately. And also, Chad's around you. Well, that part's just delightful. Yeah. What do you do? Um, I take stock about how I got here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bad world plays, but then what do you do? <laughs> I'm going to push my arm out of Chad. Okay. And shoot the long arm of the law across the bridge to the other side and try to grapple something. A stalag might on the floor? Yeah, or like the post that's holding the bridge up or whatever. Make an attack roll. <laughs> six. With the six? Six. Okay. Eric, I got a six. I know. Okay. Tracy, with a six... You shoot your long arm of the lawn out in a panic through the ooze to whatever you can reach onto. And you're waiting for the moment when the long arm of the law starts to pull you in. Unfortunately, it's just not working. Your, your arm is shot out, but the reset isn't happening. Like a seatbelt that's pulled too hard in the car, you just cannot get yourself back. So you're holding, and the rocks fall on top of you and Captain Alex and Chad and the rickety bridge just can't hold it, and it collapses underneath you. You throw one arm back to hold on to the giant elk, and you are literally cliffhanging. 
off the side of this castle. Thank you.